0: Welcome to Collaboration is Queen, a New World Women production. I'm your host Dawn Morningstar, one of three co-founders of New World Women. Sean Vujo, Mecca Page and I have collaborated to co-create New World Women, a women's organization that shares profits with women to reward them for expanding their consciousness and nurturing themselves. Our unique offering supports women's self-empowerment and economic sufficiency, and it emerged out of a respectful, inclusive, co-creative process based on collaboration at every turn and fun. Yes, there was lots of fun. The three of us are often overheard saying collaboration is queen. We invite you to welcome more collaboration into your life knowing that you don't have to do it alone, whatever it is for you. Dust off your crown and enjoy. And always remember, collaboration is queen. Carol Hyder is a luminary and founding mother of New World Women. As a New World Woman, Women luminary, Carol is going to teach a year-long, once-per-month series in New World Women Academy online starting in spring of 2022. Her 12 classes will focus on a feng shui journey with your home. This will be very special. Carol and I met many years ago when she was just beginning her feng shui journey at that time very few people knew what feng shui was and they called it feng shui I heard that a lot feng shui or feng shui And one way to think of Feng Shui is that it's the Chinese art or practice of creating harmonious surroundings that enhance the balance of yin and yang, as in arranging furniture or determining the siting of a house. In essence, it's creating living space that blesses our lives. Feng Shui was very misunderstood at the time Carol and I met back in the early 90s, so much so that the churches in the area where I was a program director condemned the teaching that Carol was to offer after seeing it listed in our local paper. So I dealt with this ridiculous condemnation on my own with those churches and I did not tell Carol about it until many, many years later, because I thought that if I told her at the time, it may have discouraged her or made her feel bad about the beautiful gift that she was offering in the world. She and I had a good laugh about it and Carol said she was happy that I did not tell her back then. There are many things to love and admire about Carol Hyder. In addition to being an international feng shui expert, Carol is a gorgeous painter, a piano player, and is the leader of Caring for Cats. I know this is kind of a long bio, but I think it's very important that we all understand the magnitude of Carol's expertise. Um, She uh, is an internationally recognized consultant, speaker, teacher, author, and trainer in the field of feng shui. Her integrative spaces strategy combines ancient practices with modern research to create superior environments. Carol holds an MA in East Asian Studies and has been a feng shui consultant since 1992, having studied with His Holiness Grand Master... Thomas Lynn Young, Her Holiness Crystal Chu Rinpoche, and Roger Green, all master teachers in their respective philosophies of feng shui. Carol's innovative work has been incorporated in hundreds of residential and commercial environments, from home to health care. She is founder and past president of the Feng Shui Institute of the Midwest, a nonprofit organization dedicated to creating standards for practitioners, providing continuing education and community outreach. Carol is also an international speaker on various feng shui topics and has appeared regularly on TV programs in the Twin Cities area. Besides authoring articles in countless publications, Carol has written three books, Wind and Water, Your Personal Feng Shui Journey, Living Feng Shui, Personal Stories, and Conversations with Your Home, Guidance and Inspiration Beyond Feng Shui. She's also produced a video DVD entitled The Science of Feng Shui, How and Why Feng Shui Works. Her recent collaboration with Grammy winning producer and musician Jeff Bova has produced two CDs, Harmonize Your Home and The Bridge Home, both created with the express intention of incorporating positive feng shui principles into the space. In 1998, Carol founded. The wind and water center offering programs and courses for those interested in studying feng shui in a general or even more in-depth approach let's open the microphones and allow everyone to welcome carol Hyder.
1: welcome carol, <laughs> yeah,
0: carol. <laughs> hey carol well, some of that's carol. even true <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Wow. Thank you, Don. Thank you, Carol. And I forgot to mention one thing because my um, my for some reason the mute button came on. And so I wasn't sure if everyone could hear me or not. But um, I was so impressed with so many things that I know about you. and. Um, I was I was really impressed when you told me that when you wanted to learn feng shui from, I think it was from Master Lin, that even though he spoke English, he would only teach it in Mandarin. And so you learned Mandarin so you could take the classes. Well,
1: it. It, uh, actually, that isn't why I learned Mandarin, um, <clears throat> but he's, he taught in Mandarin. In fact, Mary Jane, Mary Jane Pappers was on the call tonight. She and I sat in many classes together side by side, and he's, he taught the material in Mandarin, and there was a, an interpreter. Uh, I learned Mandarin when I got my master's. Uh, it was part of my master's program. And a, a very point some a couple of very poignant times was I was when I could, this just makes me tear up. I could actually say something to him in his language. It wasn't much. <laughs> and if he answered me, I didn't know what he was saying, but at least I could reach out. It was, it was lovely but um <clears throat> i didn't uh we you know he's spoken colloquial chinese and you know jokes were going on and we would just sit and wait for the for the um interpretation until we could figure out what was what he was even saying it was it was we paid our dues <laughs> we paid our dues
0: yeah. yes yes mm-hmm. So Carol, when you look back over your life, what's a gift or a skill or a talent that emerged within you, something that you loved or that made you feel alive, like kind of some thread that ran through your life? <clears throat> yeah. Um, I, had,
1: uh, I had an interesting uh, family life in that I had a sister who was pretty well raised and gone when I was born. And so we, you know, we'd always tell people we were both only children. And so she was of one um, persuasion. She was very bright. She was valedictorian. Victorian, and and I was not. <laughs> I was much more creative. Um, the, the the other thing that was really a huge difference. My mother would was very generous in pointing out how we were so different. Uh, was that I needed order. Mm-hmm. I was kind of hellbent on order. I needed to have, I was the one who made my bed because not because I was a good girl. I had to, you know, I, I, it wasn't, there was something off if I didn't. And so that theme, when I heard about feng shui, it was like, whoa, this is made for me because there was a creative piece. It's about making beauty. It's about order. It's about no clutter. Oh my gosh. And so it, there was a resonance for sure.
0: Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. So what was your journey to sharing this gift? Once you discovered that there was something called feng shui that really made so much sense to you, what was your journey <coughs> to sharing that gift?
1: Yeah, um, there, there was not a lot available. And um, I think Mary Jane and I were sort of, you know, Um, I mean, Professor Lynn used to come here and teach and there'd be like 12 of us and we'd be sitting in this big auditorium. Um, There wasn't much happening. And I remember the first person I ever heard speak on it. I went up to her and I said, oh, my gosh, this is so great. You know, where can where are the books? You know, where are the courses? And there weren't any. There were no books, but there was someone teaching in Berkeley. And that's how I found out about Professor Lin, and so Mary Jane and I, you know, hooked up. We went out there and would sit and listen to Chinese and learn. And um, and you know, the thing about it is, he he had such he was a he was a Buddhist Lama, so this wasn't just a guy. I mean, he was well schooled, is very spiritual. He did a lot of spiritual teachings besides feng shui. Um, <clears throat> So I, I, and at the time I had another business. So this was just going to be, Oh, I don't know. Something I did. Something I just learned on my own. I, I I couldn't imagine that it would amount to really anything. I mean, you know, I just chalked it up to sort of, sort of a weird interest I had because I liked creative things. And this was also about order. (laughs) It fit me. And and I, I just, that's how I went in for a couple of years, just going, well, this is my side thing, my side interest, yeah.
0: Wow, interesting. So as you said, it was uh, really barely heard of back in those first days, and there were no books or anything like that. People were confused by what feng shui was, or as I said in the beginning, mispronouncing it, all of that sort of thing. Um, so since it was so unique and unusual and unheard of, what helped you to expand your conf- confidence and know-how along the way um, to uh, be able to bring feng shui into the Twin Cities area as you did that, those, those many years ago? Um,
1: <clears throat> I look back on those days, Dawn, and I think that um, I was really propelled down the road. I had another business and this was not my plan. And uh, but people heard about it, you know, um, oh, come to speak to my woman's group. Come speak at um, this organization comes, you know, can, and that was doing community ed classes. And so I'm working at my other business during the day and I'm on weekends doing appointments and teaching. And finally, it was like, you know what? I am not having fun here. And so I had a, you know, I was doing feng shui, my own little condo where I lived alone. I loved that little condo. And I thought it would be something I would do for myself. And I'll tell you my story in a couple of sentences. I didn't know what to make of it. You know, it seemed sort of magic. I didn't know. And but I would do it. I would do it in my own little my own little condo because, well, why not? And within the first year of my just doing some adjustments I had an opportunity to sell that business and I met my husband <sighs> and those were not two things I had on my bucket list I was just fine living there in my little house <laughs> and having that business and all of a sudden it just flipped and so <clears throat> that's when the day I realized that 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 had only been a year was the day I went Oh my gosh, I I think there's something to this. There's pretty much there's a lot of power behind it. And so, you know, people just started calling me out of the blue. I I I did I hardly had my name out there. And it was like, oh, you did my mother's house and <laughs> oh my sister called. And so suddenly I'm just busy. And that's where I got my confidence, mm-hmm. is that people believed in me. I sort of thought, well, I guess I better believe in myself here. <laughs> I guess And things would happen. I mean, you know, as it, as it, you know, as it turns out, you know, people, if they do it with intention and thoughtfully and compassionate, things will happen. And it may not be what you want. Like I had not planned to get married again. I'd not, I was going to live in that little condo till I died. And uh, suddenly, you know, and I was going to have my business because I I did enjoy that. It was very creative. And um, it all changed. So. And it was all for the best, you know. Yes. I had to I had to look at that and see it was
0: for the best. That's beautiful. Well, you know, uh, you are a perfect example of showing what happens when we actually embody the thing that we are teaching or that we've learned. Right? Mm-hmm. You embodied those principles yourself, and your life changed as a result of that. So you're really a living, walking example of that. And uh, I think that's a really wonderful reminder and lesson for all of us to really embody and practice these things that we know work or we believe in. And you did that and had such a beautiful outcome without much effort, right? With ease and grace, these things came to you. Mm-hmm. So that's a very um, a wonderful testament. Mm-hmm. So I know that um, everyone is loving hearing your story and how you got to be um such a uh, prolific feng shui expert what we're all here for i know is to learn what the year of the tiger has in store for us and you are just the woman to tell us that so i'd love for you to share some ideas and before you do carol i want to let everyone know in your um, follow-up email because you registered you'll get a follow-up email and it will have a pdf in it of some of the things that Carol will be talking about tonight. So, yeah.
1: So, um, <clears throat> I think what's so fascinating, uh, having immersed myself in some Chinese um, uh, culture, is that um, the, the they're very connected to nature. This is um, a key piece, and. Um, they um, follow the moon and the sun and as a result have two New Year's that they that they recognize. One is a lunar new year, which changes every year, and one is a solar new year, which is typically pretty much on the 4th of February. This year, the lunar new year was on February 1st, and um, the solar was on February 4th. And, and the, the lunar new year is determined by the new moon. And then this was a practical thing because the new moon was symbolic of growth, and so the farmers would plant their seeds on the night of the new moon, with the idea that they would also grow just like the moon was growing. Um, and so they only have two um, two New Year's dates that they um, that they recognize, but they have two aspects for every year. One is an animal. And one is one of the elements. Five elements. There are twelve. They have a twelve-year cycle that they um, that are used, and each year is named after an animal. <laughs> There's a myth, mythology around how those animals all got here. But <clears throat> um, this year, it's the third animal in the cycle, and this is the tiger year. And so next year will be the next, the fourth animal, which will be the rabbit. Last year was the second animal, which is the oxen. Anyway, so this is a tiger year. Um, the tiger is a um, it's a very strong animal, and it carries an, uh, a lot of what's called wood wood um, essence with them. This is going to be important here in a minute. The other aspect of the year is these elements. And um, this is a, a lot of um, practitioners that function... Um, Uh, acupuncturists, um, oh, who else have I met that have functional medicine doctors often know this this five element um, cycle. It's fire, earth, metal, water, wood. And uh, so it's not four. It's not the Native Americans use four directions we have or elements. We use five. Um, This year, the uh, element that gets paired with the tiger is water. And it's not just any water. It's Young water. So and water, remember the tiger's got this wood in them, water will feed the the, the tiger. So a lot of what this water is like ocean water. It's like, you know, tsunami water. It's big water coming in. So, there's a lot of power here. And now it's feeding this tiger who already has a lot of a lot of power behind him. Um <clears throat> so right there, there is a story um the 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 idea is that the animal and its corresponding element sort of sets a pattern for the year and uh and if you're born in a in any of the you know the in it, whatever animal comes up whenever you're born you take on some of those broad stroke it's kind of a broad stroke um i mean you don't become a tiger you don't become a dog but You have some of the, you know, some of the snippets of what it's like to be a tiger or a dog or whatever animal you are. Um, So this this takes 60 years to get through this whole cycle. Uh, The animals, 12 of them, the elements, five of them, 60 years. And so the the interesting thing about it is like when you get to your the 60th year, When you celebrate your 60th birthday it's the same animal and element that it was when you were born and the concept is that the idea is that now you've seen everything now you can move to your second phase of life a lot of times the chinese some of the chinese will retire at that age because they're doing something new um but you know i'm not sure that's still going on i think they're moving their selves around a little a little more freely these days but so there's a sixty year um, uh, uh, system. Um, so just off the bat, the, the um, a, 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 a tiger person who has this wood in them, the a tiger has this, you know, holds some wood, is a person who um, has just on its own power. I mean, think about if you were walking down the street and you met a tiger. That's different. You wouldn't run up to it and say, oh kitty kitty. You would like probably jump off the path. I mean, they, they have a ferocity to them. They're they they have you just don't mess with them. And and tiger people tend to take that on. And how they take it on is they're very uh fearless about starting something and then letting it go. Just you know, get a project going, it's gung-ho, it's 24 seven. And a couple weeks later, they're like, yeah, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. Now where their brilliance comes in is when they um, here's, here's a good example of, of, of this sort of tiger wood energy that's so strong is a lot of companies will hire people to turn them around with the idea that when like they'll turn a company around and it's in trouble or, They've had some bad publicity. They bring in a person who clearly has to have a lot of wood. They get everybody in order and then they're bored. Then they need new attractions. And so, and the company is willing to let them go because now they're back on track. That's wood. That's that wood tiger energy. You know, they're, they're, they just go for the kill. And we like that. I mean, we need that in some cases. It can get over overbearing, but um, I, I'm lovingly going to say I'm married to a wood person, and I will tell you that he's just great about getting on a project, and then he's like, "Well, I don't know. Why don't you finish that? Why don't Why don't you take, Why don't you see what you think? I listened to this webinar and I like it, but I think you ought to listen." So that's a wood. That's very wood. So get going and I don't want to do it anymore.
0: Carol, can I ask you a question? Sure. So for um, people who are hearing this for the very first time, how would they know what their animal is?
1: They will, um, they're going to have an opportunity to find that out um, at at the end. Oh, beautiful. Okay, good, good. Thank you. There's a couple of easy ways. And then I have a little ebook on this um,
0: tiger. Thank you. Beautiful. Thank
1: you. So, yep. So if you were born, uh, you know, well, obviously, you're not, nobody was born in 2022. But if you're born in 62, you already know you're a tiger. You won't be a water. Um, you will be a water tiger because the tiger comes around every 12 years. If that's the that's the animal sign. When it gets hooked up with the a- element, then it becomes a 60-year deal. So every 12 years. So 12 years ago, it was tiger energy and then 12 years before that it was tiger energy. Um yeah, that's that's just a whole another whole element. There's, you know, layers to all of this. But they but tiger people are adventurous. Um I had a friend who used to say this is such wood tiger kind of energy who would say um as a little girl she used to go to camp. And she, every year she would want to go to a different camp. She didn't want to go to the same camp. And I'm like, why? I mean, like, you didn't make friends? Oh, no, I always made lots of friends. But I wanted to go to a new camp so I could make new friends. Now, as sort of a child who grew up all by herself, I was pretty much of an introvert. That would be like a nightmare for me. If I went to a camp, I would be going to that camp again, year after year after year, because I would know somebody. But see, she didn't need to do that. She just looking for something new. And that's very much about... Uh, Tiger, uh, fearlessness, uh, adventure. You know, athletic people have a lot of tiger wood energy in them. All right. The tiger, this year, the tiger is bringing a couple things that are advantageous, whether you're a tiger or not. One is uh, it's called a traveling star. And what that means is it's very typical uh, tiger energy, tiger wood energy. It means that this might be a year to travel we weren't immersed in pandemic stuff. Um and maybe by the end of the year this this all will be over. But it is a time that you, you know, you kind of it would it would be appropriate. It would be appropriate if you were saying, oh, I was thinking about taking that cruise. Now this could be the year. I mean, don't have to, but this could be the year that would get you going. It also um affects mo- moving. Like if you were saying if you were staff out of your done saying, oh I'm thinking about moving, this could be the year. This would be a good. There's a little wind under the wings. If you say I want, I'm going to move across town, mm-hmm. this could happen for you. And then that's again that that tiger energy. Um, it also brings the tiger this year. Whether you're a tiger or not, uh, brings an academic star. Mm-hmm. And so, if you were thinking about, oh, you know, I was thinking about going back to school. i was thinking about getting my degree. I was thinking about taking this course. There's some energy for that as well. So um, if it fits, if it's, if it fits, that's, that's great. Now, um, there are other animals and uh, you are, you will be able to, in fact, you could go online and look up, you know, what are the animals and figure it out. The thing is, is if you do that, you have to remember that February 4th is the start of the year. And so if you were born in January, you're a year older. Like if you were born, then I'll make up a number. If you're born in February, if you were born February 6, 1973, all right, then you're whatever the animal is in 1973. But if you were born in January of 1973, you were actually born in 1972 based on the Chinese system. So you just have, you know, you need to back up. You're older in China if, you're, <laughs> if you were born in, in January. And you can look up your, you can look up your animal sign. Uh, I'll, I'll show you, I'll, I'll give you an opportunity to do that on your own later. But there's some other animals that you should know about. Um, if you want to befriend the tiger this year, you don't just go and get a tiger or have a picture of a tiger or you know have some you know some mantra you say to the tiger because that offends the animal. You get the friend. They have a friend, and the uh, tiger has um, three friends. Typically, every year an animal will have three friends. Their friend that is um, that is his best friend is the pig. And so what this means is if you say to yourself, yeah, boy, I don't want to mess with the tiger this year, or I just feel like this is going to be a tough year. It seems this is a great feng shui thing to do. And uh, I, I do it every year. I find some, um, some little mm, representation of a pig. Now, Professor Lin used to say it'd be nice if they were three-dimensional, but that isn't necessarily the case. I've heard other other um, people not do that, but I'll show you what I have. This is my little pig. It's a little stuffed thing and I got it from the North Fabri- Northwestern fabric. Is that what it's called? I can't remember what it's called. It's a, it's, for those of you who are local, it's on university there. It was a little stuffed pig. This is my <laughs> little pig. And so what's happening here is the tiger? If the tiger was coming with its ferocity and its water and its strength, the pig, he'll see his friend and he'll go oh, and he'll come over here and sort of leave you alone. Just kind <laughs> of not a bad idea. The tiger also has two other friends that would be nice if you could put them together. One is the dog, and one is the horse. And the same sort of thing. If you if you want to, if you you need both of them, you need the dog and the horse. And again, they can be little figurines. They could be pictures. They should be similar. You know, like you don't want a big stuffed horse and then a teeny little dog. You want them to relate and the tiger energy will come in. And the three of them are like the best trio ever. They love to be together. And so you don't have to bring a tiger in. The tiger is here. It's already here and and he'll see his friends. So it's I love that. I love that playfulness, that nature thing, you know, like, you know, we drag a dead rabbit foot around. I mean, think about this. This is just like a whole new dynamic, which I think is just, it's very cool. The other aspect I wanna mention to you tonight, and and this is all just a big swath of information, but it's, it's sort of the highlight of things, is that every year, regardless, it's not animal dependent, um, there are directions that are challenging and that and there are directions that are really good. And you should know what they are. Now, um, well, those of us in feng shui, we live by them. But, you know, some people forget or they don't know or after the fact, they go, oh, that's why that project didn't work out very well. Um, there, The four directions this year, starting February 4th, going until January next year, it ends, on the thirty first, I think. Well, anyway, it'll it'll go till it, it can just go to February third. Just close enough. Mm-hmm. Um, our east, west, southwest, and the center. Now, if of your house, the center of your house. So the you know, you you just you might have to get a compass out if you aren't sure what directions are what. But you know, as you're sitting in your house. Where, where's the east energy coming towards you? Where's the west energy? Where's the southwest? Where's the center? Um, the, if you have your front door, your office, or your bedroom in any of those areas, you're going to want to make an adjustment. You're going to want to ease that energy in, that direction in. Um, Again, this isn't connected to the tiger, it's connected to just the fact that there's another cycle going on that every year changes. These these, these challenges move. Every year we have to move this stuff around. So um, in the East, let's say you have your front door in the East. The East is, um, it, it can affect business and career. And so it'll be challenged if your front door is here, front door bedroom or office is here, that's what's going to get challenged, and so um, you want to add. There's a another whole layer of why, which is going to take way too long. But you want to add um, red, a red color in the east. Now this could be. Let's say your front door is in the east. You could have a red um, welcome mat. You could paint your door red. You could. Hang, you could get real traditional and hang a red. Um, oh, uh, some Asian, there's some, um, uh, well, there's a lot of Asian things that you can get and you can hang in the East. That's red. Um, you could, I, I'll tell you what I have done when my front door is challenged um, and needs red is I've taken a, a a nine inch red ribbon and I've tied it on the doorknob. It's just that simple. And I leave it there for a year. And I I don't need to mess with it. Um, I used to have a cat who would untie that ribbon and I don't now. So the ribbon is safe and secure. If in the east, if in any of these directions you have, I'm going to go through the other three here in a minute, but if you have like your garage, a storage place, a guest room you don't use very often, the kitchen or a bathroom, they're, they're what we call quiet rooms, um, except for the kitchen, which has so much strength, it doesn't need to be adjusted for it all. But if, uh, so if you, if on the East you have your garage, there's nothing to do. You don't need to do anything about it. Um, these challenge directions are important if you were gonna remodel. Mm. You say, oh, I hear my bedroom's in the East and we're gonna rip it all apart and, yeah then you're kind of um unleashing some things and and i mean i i tell people don't do it this year wait till next year i don't sometimes they listen to me <laughs> and sometimes they don't and go ahead and mm-hmm. and it can work out and or not but you know i think it's always better to be proactive mm-hmm. so east is one of the directions affects business west affects your money um If something goes wrong, it could be like a, a, you know, something like a break-in or a robbery, a burglary. Um, The West then, in order to filter that in, if you have your front door there, your bedroom or your office, uh, use traditionally bamboo, a bamboo plant or bamboo stalks in a plant, in a pot, or it could be a picture of bamboo, or it could be just a plant. Uh, I'll tell you what I have done. Our bed headboard is on the west wall in our house, and I paint, and my stuff is all floral things, so it's got a lot of greens and as a little kind of a little nod to Asian flair. And I I've never hung anything over our bed because our headboard over our headboard I just don't you know I liked it not. But this year we needed something on that west wall, and so I did hang one of my paintings. Put an intention in it that for this year. It's going to protect us from the West energy. And um, so I didn't hang an act, I didn't put an actual bamboo plant there. Um in the Southwest, this affects health. Um if it it could affect uh, there could be abdominal issues, there could be um some relationship issues. Uh in that area, if again, if your front door is there, your office or your bedroom. You want to add like a quiet metal, and a quiet metal is like a metal bowl or coins. There, There's a traditional um, Chinese, uh, I think it's called the Six Emperor Coins. They're strung together, and it's a look. I mean, it's an Asian look, and some people don't care for that look, but that's another thing. They just hang there. When you get to the center of your house, you want a, a more active metal. Uh, uh, the center of the house, the center of the house is like everything. The center of your house is balance, it's health, it's success, it's money. It's a crucial piece. And sadly, because it's being challenged and the way it's being challenged, it's really speaking to the pandemic. And I didn't know what to do. Do with that and some of the interpretations i've read it's saying this pandemic's going to go on through this year and into the next and it's like oh please but there are the numbers um you will want to do something there again if your if your uh, front door is there which i have seen front doors in the center of the house does happen uh your bedroom or your office are there but for, for the center, I it's such an important place, I say. And the, the moving metal, this is a moving metal piece that you want to have in there. It could be like a wind chime or a little bell. And whether you ring it or not, doesn't matter. You don't have to ring it. Now, the positive directions are southeast, northeast, northwest, and south. Those are the areas you should really get into. Those are the areas you can remodel. Those are the areas that, you know, if you have to, if you want to repaint or, you know, buy something new, do it in those areas, use them. And, and if they're just storage and garage, you know, you you might want to do something to really ramp it up because it's good, it's, it's a good, it's good directions coming towards you.
0: Carol, could you repeat those please one more time? Those positive directions? Positive Southeast, mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Northeast, mm-hmm. Northwest, mm-hmm. and uh, South. Not yeah. necessarily in that order. They're just, right. They're all good. Thank you. Yep. You're sure welcome. Um so, you know, just to kind of recap, this is going to be an expansive year. Um 60 years ago, um, it was 1962, and it was when the missile, the Cuban Missile Crisis took place. We were almost went to war. Here we are again on a brink of, of war. And so, um, you know, that's just the kind of year we're dealing with, it's explosive, um, yet it can be very creative, it can have some adventure to it. Um, but overriding all of this, um, Professor Lynn used to say, you know, he'd go on and tell you all these things and you'd be like, oh, my God, I'm going to die in my house. And, you know, (laughs) we're all going to be sick. And how is this going to happen? He he would say, you know, here's how you manage this. You do one thing. I'll tell you the one thing you can do to help override all of this. And and that is every day, every day, you do one good deed. (laughs) As simple as that. And it could be, you call someone, you pick up trash in the boulevard, you help a neighbor, you write a letter. I mean, you know, it's a simple thing. And I think what's happened is feng shui went from being quite a, a superstitious belief that was based on fear. And as it moved west, and particularly when he brought it here, he really shifted it. And I know Mary Jane can corroborate that. He really shifted it to um, uh, a more philosophical, architectural-based system that has some basis to it. And so, you know, what I gave you, we all subscribe. Those of us who are heavy into feng shui, we all look at this and we all go, I'm going the ribbon here and I'm going the plan here. But the bottom line is we all know in our hearts you know what? We just need to do a good deed and just be a good person, and we'll be fine. So I just want to leave you with that because it's it's a little bit of a dire pro- projection for the year, but it's it's pretty much everybody was saying this this is going to be a year, and I think we're not surprised. Yeah.
0: Well, Carol, thank you so much for your good deed and sharing with us what you have shared. It's a lot to think about.
1: <laughs> so I want to just tell you that um, you will be getting a handout. So one page that has a lot more information about the tiger and directions. And then um, I wrote a, a little ebook um, that we sell, but I'm, I'm you've got a promo code, you get half off. It's $18 now. Um, that's on our my school's website, Wind Water Center. And the link is there. It'll be there. And um, it, it goes in, it will cover all this and more if you want more. And it will also give you um, an idea on how to determine your best directions. Like, you know, like, okay, I'm challenged by, my house is challenged this way, but this is my good direction. And that can be, I mean, that certainly can be the case. So, yeah. Um, and my, my uh, it's Carol at carolheider.com. I mean, happy to talk to you if you have a question or need some kind of um, insight about your own space. Happy to help.
0: Thank you so much. And I know everyone is so happy, Carol, to know that you will be teaching in our academy starting in the spring. And That is uh, such a joy to all of us who really are intrigued and want to learn more about um, how feng shui can impact our lives and make our lives better. So we're really grateful. So I have another question for you, and that is um, what would you tell a woman who's considering becoming? A New World Women founding mother or becoming involved with New World Women. Um, what, what would you, what would you say to her? What caused you to be a part of this? I know you could do anything with anyone. What made you want to become a part of New World Women as a founding mother and teacher? Well, there's two reasons.
1: Um, you know, I I had another this is my second business and I had them all by myself and um uh and they both did well um they they did well and feng shui continues to serve me well but I was a lone wolf I mean many of us here owned their own businesses you know women didn't have the support I mean you just Battled your way through it and try to figure out what to do because i didn't have a mentor i didn't have a you know a, a, any sort of a of a confidant i just bumbled around and and the 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 attraction about this is here are women finally coming together this is such uh it's it's I mean, I think back to when I could cry when I think back to my first business and how I just didn't know how to handle employees. I didn't I didn't know. I didn't know. And um, and, you know, how much easier things could have been had I had some place to go and say, look, I'm struggling with this or I don't know what to do about, you know, something or other or, or, or anything. That's a key piece here. Is women helping women. Mm-hmm. And and of course, the other reason Dawn is you. Oh. Yeah, it's you. And and because I've seen Dawn's efforts, I know her integrity, I know her her um honesty. And um I would follow Dawn into a bonfire. <laughs> I don't know if that's really a good plan here, but <laughs> but she she is she has the highest in and, and all of your efforts have been around women. All of them, all of I've that I've been involved in. So I know that this is her calling. And um I'm I'm really proud to be part of it. It's um makes me it makes it, I mean, I, I smile when I think about it. And and all the women who are coming on board. And now I've gotten to know Mecca and Sean, and they're okay. No, they're, <laughs> they're great. They're great. So
0: Thank you so much. And you know, uh, what you said about the not going it alone, that's what we hear a lot from women is, and it's it's not just women in business, because a lot of women don't have their own businesses, but what they do have is a path of self discovery or or spirituality that they've been on. And they don't have anybody to talk to about that yeah. maybe in their friend circle or their families or whatever it may be. And so this is a safe place for mm-hmm. women to come together and learn and grow and be inspired. And so um, thank you for saying yes to this in all the ways that you do, Carol, we're very, very grateful to you. So um, it's Carol at CarolHyder.com If anybody wants to reach out to Carol, and that's Carol With an E, C-A-R-O-L-E, Hyder, H-Y-D-E-R, at carolhyder.com. And uh, we look forward to uh, really um, benefiting from your classes in our academy in the spring. So thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Let's open the mics and everyone say thank you and send a blessing to Carol for this year of the Mm -hmm. Tiger. Thank you, Thank you, thank you, girl. Girl.
1: So you. So thank you. It was great. Thank, thank you, guys. This
0: is so <laughs> wonderful to hear you speak again. <laughs> you, thank Carol. you. Please visit newworldwomen to learn more about our exciting collaboration and how it can support you and other women in your life. We would love to welcome you into our first Founders Circle, which you can explore on our site. If you like Collaboration is Queen, please give us a five-star rating and tell your friends. Thank you, and remember to keep your crown ready so women can collaborate to create a new world for themselves and for our world. A world of love, inclusion, collaboration, and abundance.